Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Moo Groovers review, and this is season two, episode six already, and this is a licensed podcast. And I am the Doc, and we're back to our regular format. Hey, Prof, how's it going? It's going really well. This is our first regular show of 2007. Happy New Year to all of you. You may have heard our first one, which was a dance special. Hope you enjoyed that. But we've got some smooth jazz in this episode, and we're going to kick right off with... A fantastic artist, Rodney Lee. Now, we did feature Alien Chatter as a MySpace artist that we have, uh, and that was a few episodes back. Now, Rodney Lee also appears with Sanatum Singh as well, and he's an awesome drummer. But uh, he's actually got his own album, which happens to be called... The Satellite Orchestra. And you know, uh, Rodney Lee is coming over to London as well with Chris Standring over in February sometime. And we've got front row tickets. That's the prof, myself, and Master Move will be there to see Chris Standring and Rodney Lee. Oh, 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 
Okay, that was Rodney Lee, and he is an incredible keyboard player and has done lots of work with Chris Dendring and as well as lots of other artists as well. And you can catch him at MySpace as well. And also, www.rodneylee.net. And I visited his website, and I managed to click through to a page where you can hear samples of his current album. And a great album it is as well. Okay, Prof, let's move on. And we've got a really punchy, punchy, brassy, brassy. I'd say that twice. I don't know why, but I just felt like saying it. But we've got a really fantastic track by Diane Kroll from her latest album called From This Moment. From this moment on You for me, dear Only too far too dear From this moment on From this happy day No more blue songs Only who from this moment on For you got the love I need so much I got the skin that I love to touch I got the arms to hold me tight Got those sweet lips to kiss me goodnight Oh, from this moment on You Lips to kiss me tonight From the jazzier side of jazz with that big band sound. Great track from Diana Krall. Incidentally, congratulations to Diana Krall and husband Elvis Costello on the birth of their twin boys. Their new arrivals were born on December the 6th. Wow, that's just ran just a few weeks ago, yeah. That's right. And Diana Krall's current album is uh, a Grammy nomination in the category of Best Jazz Vocal Album. And you know, Prof, you should also check out her previous albums. There's a fantastic one that I really love called... 
the girl in the other room and it's a really awesome atmospheric album this is smooth jazz artist travis vega sitting in with dr groove master move and professor smooth you're listening to smooth groovers review Okay, Prof, moving on. We've got a fantastic artist that you've been uh, discovering. I recently wrote to him from our MySpace account. Hey, any chance to mention websites? Our website is www.smoothgroovers.com and you can email us at smoothgroovers at yahoo.co.uk. There's three of us, the Prof, the Doc, as well as Master Move in the background. So if you send us an email, we'll be able to pick it up. All three of us actually have access to that account and we can uh, view all the people that actually write to us and we really appreciate all your support. We're currently getting about 20,000 hits a month at our website, so we really appreciate everyone out there who's tuning in to the Smooth Groovers review. Yeah, that's really great. If you go to our, our website, smoothgroovers.com, you'll find uh, all you need to know about the podcast and one or two interesting bits like uh, one or two favourite videos that the Doctor has uh, captured for your viewing pleasure. And uh, incidentally, I visited Chris Standring's website, a bit more from Chris Standring later, and he has somewhere on that website a video of some dancing Moscow Moscow oh, oh, no oh. not that one <laughs> uh, dancing tuition from was it Finland yeah but I think it's the same artist yeah but with his guitar mm, playing instead really of the original soundtrack sequenced it really is yeah, fantastic uh, quite, quite an interesting thing to watch check it out and we'll give you the address a bit later but moving on to a recent CD called Neo Pagan smooth jazz special release Paolo Rusticelli
Okay, Prof, uh, interesting thing about this artist. He has appeared with Miles Davis and Carlos Santana and Herbie Hancock and Wayne Shorter and Andy Summers and Joel Jones. And he is an incredible guy. Absolutely. And the track you just heard was called Mondorama. And you can catch his website at http forward slash forward slash www.paolorusticelli.net. Uh, probably a good idea to spell that out so that we make sure we can uh, get the right spelling and they don't go to the wrong place. Yeah, no problem. P-A-O-L-O-R-U-S-T-I-C-H-E-L-L-I dot N-E-T. You know what, you didn't really have to do that because <laughs> I was actually going to put it on the website anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry about being cruel there. Let's move on with the... Uh, the fact that we've got this awesome person called Alan Hewitt. When I first heard this, I thought it was so good. And you were itching to keep this for possibly a Valentine special. But I've kind of pushed you to say, let's play it now because it just sounds so good. Okay, let's go ahead with Alan Hewitt and So In Love.
Platinum Award-winning artist, producer-composer Alan Hewitt has written and produced songs for such acts as Earth, Wind & Fire, Jonathan Butler and even Donny Osmond. And Prof, one of the things that we always tend to forget is that we forget to talk about the format of the show. What have we done? We do it every time for some reason. We just get so carried away. Now, the format of the program is that we talk about the newies, and you've just spoken about a MySpace artist, but he's an awesome artist. And then we also have the Desert Island Groove, followed by the featured artist, and then we have the oldies. But we've gone straight into it. We kind of do it every time for some reason. What's going on here? We're just excited about the music, I think. Okay, could be. Good excuse. But anyway, listen, um, that was a fantastic MySpace artist and also another incredible artist. I said before, we've been talking about Chris Standring. We're really excited about going to see him in a few weeks' time. And we've got the title track from a very, uh, I would say, incredible album, one of his early albums called Hipsway. And the track is called Hipsway.
Standring and the title track from the year 2000 CD, Hipsway. And you can hear samples of his current CD, Soul Express, on his website. Don't forget also go to his website as well as his MySpace account to actually find out where he is around the world. The website is www.chrisstandring.com or www.myspace.com forward slash chrisstandring. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Let's move on with the fact that we don't have a design group this week. And the excuse is that we've just been so busy, we haven't been able to get our act together. So we move straight on to the featured artist. Now, the featured artist, uh, we mentioned him last time and we lost him, unfortunately, on Christmas Day, is James Brown. And we've been putting together a kind of representation, but it's just we can't do it. It's just there's so much good stuff out there. So don't think of this as a representation. Simply think of it as a sample some of our favorites of James Brown and you know one of the other things to think about is James Brown's huge influence on the music scene today uh, the godfather of soul all kinds of uh, fantastic phrases used for him uh, a lot of samples are being used uh, I think Little Drummer Man I think isn't it isn't that track that's uh, overused a lot by a lot of hip-hop artists of today and proper and one of the things you need to know about also James Brown are the awesome people that have played with him for example Fred Wesley, and Fred Wesley also left to join Funkadelic uh, and also came out to another band called Fred Wesley and the Horny Horns, and I've seen Fred Wesley, and Pee Wee Ellis, and let's also not forget Maceo Parker, and we've actually seen Maceo Parker a few times as well in concert in the UK, and he is awesome too. Okay, next up we've got a song from the film Rocky IV, which reached number four on Billboard's Hot 100 charts in America, becoming one of James Brown's biggest pop hits.
Hey, Prof, that was an incredible track and an incredible choice. And also, amazingly, how many times am I going to use that word this time? Because I stopped using the word fantastic. Now I use the word amazing instead. Actually, in a recent show where you said that you had stopped using the word fantastic, I found out during the post-production phase, you actually said it again twice. What, twice is better than a million times, isn't it, that I normally say it? Yeah, yeah. But then this time around, I'd say amazing a million times instead. But anyway, listen, amazingly, Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa, gets released this week in London. I don't know about the rest of the world, but Rocky Six is called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I was told this, and I asked, well, he must be a trainer or something. He can't be fighting himself, and they actually said he was. I don't know. I think it's actually him assuming a kind of hypothesis that if he happened to... Uh, hey, that's a PhD term for you, isn't it? Hypothesis. If he had the chance to uh, fight against a modern-day fighter, who would actually win? And uh, in this particular case, it is for real. It goes from virtual to for real. But less of that, let's make sure the audience goes out there. And uh, apparently it's an incredible film. It really is good. Uh, everyone thinks it's a really good script, and uh, or is that just hype? Well, possibly, but uh, who knows? We'll have, we'll have but to I'm, see I'm the a film big and judge Ro- for ourselves. I, I'm a big fan of the Rocky films as well. I think it's a kind of... Uh, I think it's almost like uh, for, for guys, I think, especially it's uh, a kind of coming-of-age type of film, I think. I don't know I don't know what it is. It's kind of one of those films where you, where you look at it and you think, hey, this is great for training and great for uh, listening to the music. And then it's kind of... Most of the films are, are similar anyway in the sense that, you know, it's kind of triumph over adversity as well as the fact that, you know, you can succeed if you really try hard. So there, there is a really positive message that comes out of every film. So I'll take it back when I said about the Rocky Six and the hype. I just think that at the end of the day, it's, um, it's a really nice film. Actually, you're not going to believe this, but um, I haven't seen any of the Rocky films. <laughs> what? So I'll, I'll have to hire the DVDs before I see I the latest one. I think you probably can buy a gold box set anyway. Okay, move on, Prof. What's the second one by James Brown, our featured artist this time round? Yeah, we have the honour of featuring three tracks from James Brown in our James Brown uh, special. Get past the people, get past the hitmen! Get on the good foot, top to the R&B chart for a month and peaked at number 18 in the top 40 in America. A million seller. Yeah. 
Prof, and we've been talking about the, some of the amazing uh, tracks that James Brown has produced, and also his, I believe, uh, repertoire—a really big repertoire. It shows his kind of flexibility of voice and everything else. And this particular track is a very, I would call, rich, soulful, raw track. And uh, it's slightly different from what people normally hear. I mean, it is played. Um, I remember in the past, uh, Robbie Vincent used to play this track quite a lot, and. I think it's quite incredible. It's also featured recently in, I think, uh, a car advert as well, uh, where they're trying to say, well, is it really a man's world? And that's what the track's called. It's called... As I uh, reminded myself by reading on the internet, uh, it's actually It's a Man's 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 World, which appeared in 1966, and that reached number one. This track also appeared on a 1994 CD called Turn It Loose. That's great, and uh, you know, we uh, are saddened by the loss of such a great godfather of soul, but we have his amazing CDs, I said amazing again, his amazing albums, I said amazing again, to remember him by... And coincidentally, earlier last year, I uh, actually purchased a DVD of James Brown, which showed one of his concerts, and I thoroughly enjoyed watching it with uh, a couple of friends around my house. Additionally, about uh, th- three weeks before 
Christmas, I actually treated myself to a James Brown Alive CD as well. So uh, really saddened by his loss, a loss to the world. And very often I wonder when artists do leave us, what if they hadn't? What if they hung on for another two, three years? What Mm. other music would have come our way? And what are we going to miss? I think he was on a, a UK chat show where he did something with uh, Joss Stone. And uh, again, it shows the amazing flexibility that he has to be able to perform with other artists and the energy that he had. I mean, to be able to dance, I think he was uh, 73 when he died. And uh, I hope when I'm 73 that I can uh, dance as amazingly as James Brown. And uh, other artists have been influenced by James Brown, in- including uh, the way he sings, but including the way he danced as well. Mm. And uh, I think I've seen documentaries where Michael Jackson has been influenced by uh, uh, James Brown. And, and like I said before, there's loads of people that have played with him as well. And I forgot to mention Bootsy Collins. Uh, interesting connection there between the Funkadelic Parliament, uh, people that left uh, the James Brown Band. The James Brown Band was called the JBs, mm. right? And those guys who left and uh, went on to either go in their own bands or go and become solo artists. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story about uh, Fred Wesley. Uh, a few years ago, I think it's probably about three years ago, he was at the, actually at the Jazz Cafe in London and uh, he was in an amazing band called uh, Fred Wesley and the Horny Horns. Uh, great, great sound. Uh, we've got one of his albums. Uh, one of the things that Prof and I have been doing recently has been sifting through loads of uh, our joint collection that we have and transferring, well, attempting to find stuff that we haven't got on MP3. Licensed podcasts, we can do that kind of stuff. But saying that, on the um, on the night, uh, it happened to be, I think it was the day before my birthday. He said, hey, what's your name? And I, and I said my name. And he says, uh, okay, this one goes for that old man out there. <laughs> it was just really, really cheeky. Really, really cheeky. But... Uh, because he asked me how old I was and he just kind of added about another 20 years on top and said, oh, this one's going out for that old man out there. But a uh, great sense of humour, all of them, uh, even uh, you know all the other artists that have uh, worked with James Brown got a great deal of respect for him. Incidentally, I do remember now reading on the web that he had a huge number of uh, number one singles and was second in the total number of number one singles uh, only to uh, Elvis Presley. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, now let's move on because we've got the next section of the programme which happens to be the oldies okay and i've been talking about this track for a while with the prof and we managed to get it uh it's from the film shaft okay uh, why do we talk about shaft because a few shows ago we were talking about shaft weren't we yeah we mentioned isaac hayes and i remembered that he had the uh, shaft theme which is uh, one of my all-time favorites and you pointed out that there was another track from the soundtrack shaft album, album which yeah, you have uh, the double Final album, mm-hmm. LP. In fact, it's here on the table. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yeah. And seven pound ninety nine, it cost me actually. But it's quite expensive. <laughs> it's quite that even does, in those days, yeah. Those days, absolutely. And, and you chose Soulsville. Black man, born free. At least that's the way it's supposed to be. Chains that binds him are hard to see unless you take this walk with me. Place where he lives has got plenty of names. Slums, ghetto, and black belt. They are one in the same, and I call it. Any kind of job is hard to find. That means an increase in the welfare line Crime rate is rising too If you were hungry, what would you do? 
yet it's two months past two And a building that's falling apart Little boy needs a pair of shoes And this is only a part of Some of the brothers got plenty of cash Tricks on the corner, gonna see to that Some like to smoke and some like to blow Some are even strung out on a $50 Jones Some are trying to ditch reality By getting so high Only to find out You can never touch the sky Cause your roots are in Oh yeah Every Sunday morning I can hear the old sister say Trust in the Lord Oh yeah I hope that you hear the prayers Most deep in their souls they believe Someday he'll put it in All this misery that we're having Oh Okay, Prof, the other reason that we were talking about Isaac Hayes was we were talking about the influence of uh, 1970s music on some modern-day directors, for example, Quentin Tarantino, uh, who features, for example, Bobby Womack on his movie called Jackie Brown. Oh, yes, I remember seeing that, yeah. And also, I mentioned Kill Bill 1, where we have the theme from Ironside. Yeah, also in f- used. In fact, the soundtrack CD for that had a lot of our favourites in it. And while we're on Isaac Hayes, I also read on the web that he's actually had quite a few TV appearances, including The Rockford Files, Stargate and South Park. Additionally, on his website, at the time that I looked in January 2007, he's given away a free book and you can download it. Mm, pretty good. Okay, now the other thing I remember about Isaac Hayes, I saw a documentary uh, a few years ago, it was about Isaac Hayes and also Barry White, both around at the same time, slightly different in the context of the kind of music that they actually produced. Uh, Barry White, obviously more romantic, and Isaac Hayes, obviously a lot more raw funk. And um, although I think, you know, Barry White still, if you if you check out his stuff, it is still amazing in the, uh, the funk stables. But I remember uh, they were talking about um, how uh, there was almost like a pitch between... Not, not a pitch, not a competitive stuff, but basically the, the fact that they were both in the charts at the same time and they were around at that time. Now, I do remember seeing on that particular documentary, he had, every time I saw a picture of him, he had a different pair of sunglasses. So I wonder if Bono from U2 
got the whole idea of the different sunglasses because whenever you see Bono from U2 he's always got different sunglasses but what I would say is it's a bit like me actually because I do that too even when it's actually cloudy out there I'm sad enough to get a pair of sunglasses right but you're not wearing them now thank goodness well you know it's late night in the studio so I figured maybe uh, I'd give you a break (laughs) right moving on in 1984 my brother handed me an album and he said play this I know you're going to like it and at that time my brother was into heavy rock and I wasn't and anyway I played it and I was knocked out and I was hooked on this artist ever since when I first looked him up on on the web about a year and a half ago it said that he had earned seven Grammys in seven consecutive years is that a total of 17 Grammy Awards altogether, isn't it? It's moved on from that. 17 Grammy Awards and 10 of them consecutively as part of the Pat Metheny Group. And at that time when he gave me that album, it was um, two years old. So the album's actually from 1982. I've got it now on CD. And the album's called Off Ramp. And my favourite track from it, Are You Going With Me?
Okay, Prothwood, thanks very much for that. Are you going with me, or are you going with us on the Smooth Groovers review, I guess, train? We're on a train, really, aren't we? We're travelling through different time zones. We're travelling in different kind of uh, jazz interpretations. And, uh, well, we're basically just travelling through the internet highway, down through the wires, into your ears. Through the air. Is that Out right? the speakers, through the air, and then into the ears. No, it could be, actually, yeah. So I, just, I just get a bit pedantic sometimes. No, no, we're through the ether, mm. right? And then we're out through the ether, into the ears. Through the ethernet, and then out through... Very good. Through Is that where IT? the word ethernet comes from? I think so, No, yeah. it's all ethernet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right, well, you're the technical bloke. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's move on with uh, a fantastic track called Summer Sun, and it's by... Coop. Summer Sun
Okay, Prof, tell us a little bit about Coop. Uh, they're an electronic jazz duo from Sweden, is that right? Yep, the band consists of Magnus Zingmark and Oskar Simonsson. They made three albums so far and have been involved in numerous remix projects. Three uh, albums, I think, haven't they, in the last few years? Yes. 1997? Sons of Coop in 1997, Waltz for Coop in 2001, and Coop Islands in 2006. They're going strong, aren't they? They're still going strong, so support them out there. They're an amazing band. And we'd also like to say, support-wise... Thanks very much to everyone that writes to us at our website. Uh, through our website, you can leave a message there, uh, which is voice, as well as if you want to leave a message on the actual blog posting of this particular show. Uh, you can also email us at smoothgroovers at yahoo.co.uk. And we got a nice email. We are in correspondence with Gary. Gary spelled G-A-R-R-Y. Gary, great to hear your interest and great for your feedback. Thanks very much for that track. And uh, one of the things you could do is uh, when you have time, come back to the website and post up there what the actual title is because you did uh, very kindly point us in the direction of... That's a little exercise for you to do, Gary, for you to go onto the website and actually post up what the name of the track is. But we can tell you what the name of the actual artist is and the name of the artist happens to be Solomon Funk, who are also known as Soul of Man. This is a bit of research that we did. It was apparently a one of the, um, the, the the names that they used when they produced some tracks under the title of Solomon Funk. Well, here we go with it. Recommended by Gary. Gary, thanks for your support, and uh, we really appreciate it.
Prof. We come to the end of the show, and this is the end of Smooth Groovy's review, season two, episode six. And we've been enjoying some oldies. We had the featured artist, which happened to be James Brown. We also didn't have a Desert Island Groove this week, but we will have one next time round. And before that, we had some really nice MySpace artists, and we started off with some brilliant—I wasn't going to say amazing there—brilliant, brilliant, brilliant newies. So we hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to give us feedback, I've given you the website. I've given you the URL for that, which is www.smoothgroovers.com. Any excuse to mention the actual name. And you can email us at smoothgroovers at yahoo.co.uk. And thanks for taking part in the podcast revolution. Podcast revolution it is. Absolutely. And we look forward to your feedback. And we look forward to your continued support of this licensed podcast. Okay, Prof, we're going to play out with... Lonnie Smith and No Tears Tomorrow. It's one of our favourites, that track, isn't it? It's from uh, back in the 70s, but I'm sure you'll love the richness and the freshness of it because it still sounds great today. So all the best for next time. See you soon. Bye.